This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I'm changing my name to Tom Dean. Ooh, I'll take Bernard then if you're going to drop that. I'm going to do a... A rapper name, you know, something like Lil Pimp or something like that. That yeah. makes sense. Lil Pimp yeah. Girl fan. That I like checks that. out for you. <laughs> is Tom ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Dean is the owner. God, owner GM. Why do you get two titles, Dean? Explain it to me. Well, I didn't really know I had GM. I just look as owner. <laughs> but, uh, but, but I'm also the floor sweeper. I'm everything. You're everything. Tom, I got to ask you this right up front because... Um, I believe uh, you and I were neighbors for a while. At least somebody from your family was back up in in that northwestern area. Um, And I've always wondered, because my mother's name was Dean, D-E-H-N. She pronounced it Dane back then. I've got to believe, Tom, that you and I are related somehow, because there's not a lot of Deans in in the state. I, I would imagine we are. You know, there's a lot out in that Dayton Rogers area where, where we're at, but uh, yeah, I don't even know know all of them. But well, you were probably. And by the way, I'm not hitting you up for a special deal by saying we're related. That's not what I'm doing at all, Tom. <laughs> yeah, so, it all works out. Tom Dean is the owner, a yeah. GM of Power Lodge and Miller Marine Stores in Minnesota and Florida too. Where in Florida, Tom? So we're in uh, Naples and Bonita Springs. Oh, beautiful, magnificent. So on the Minnesota side of Florida. Yes. Very yeah. good. Probably celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, and we here at Hubbard, uh, Tom Bernard Morning Show, and Score North. Uh, and by the way, Judd, you can hop in at any time here. Mr. Score North himself, along with, what, Phil somebody? I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, I, I forget his, <laughs> his name. But are, are we talking to the uh, doctor of throttle therapy? Is that what we're doing? I right believe now? Tom Dean is the doctor of throttle therapy. I think Love that. Morning. We got Doctor GM owner. Now, what else title can we get you by the oh, end of this? You're making me feel real. You're making me feel real important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can understand that. Uh, in any case, here's the deal. Um, he is proudly celebrating the 25th anniversary of this month, and we Hubbard Tom Bernard Morning Show and Score North are present on Saturday, the 12th at their Ramsey location, noon to two, with Golden Gopher home opener versus Nebraska tickets. Great tickets, by the way. VIP lower level on the 50-yard line, and you can register to win that uh, day only. Uh, Power Lodge has massive great deals on watercraft, ATVs, snowmobiles, and more through the end of this month. Please do welcome Tom Dean. I'm just uh, turning it over to you. A lot of items you're giving away, and I'd love to hear. Uh, you talk about those, Tom. Yeah, it, it's uh, so it's uh, it's uh, really good. We're pretty pretty excited. We have our customer appreciation days, and it's hard to believe it's you know twenty five years in the business. Um, I actually back to Dayton started in in our farm, uh, old hay barn. So it's pretty cool to think. Uh, I feel really appreciated and really lucky to to be here and talking to you guys. To, to think I've been here twenty five years. Um, but yeah, we have some neat things. So, you know, a couple of our big gifts is you know, we've been a Polaris dealer for for the entire 25 years, and we're giving away a new uh, S4 Adventure snowmobile, a new 570 Sportsman, and then just to add a little fun, we've we've added a, a 1998 snowmobile and a 1998 Polaris four-wheeler. <laughs> uh, those, those are our main prizes, you know, just a little nostalgia, you know, uh, have a little fun with it, and then. Uh, and then we just have a lot of a lot of you know good prizes. You guys, you know, have the Gophers tickets. 
We have a bunch of, uh, you know, helmets, different apparel, things that you can sign up for. Come in and and uh, and, and register, and uh, and even online. I think we have some abilities for that. We we also did uh, 25 days of specials. So all August we've been running. If you follow us on social media, you know we have some different special every day, um, and then just just a lot of uh, a lot of good deals. You know we're uh, we're a huge Bennington dealer, so we have a lot of pontoons along with all the power sports, um, and uh, and we have a lot of a lot of great product besides Bennington. We're Polaris, we're Sea Dew, um, just you know. So um, a lot, a lot of good, uh, good product that uh, offer. We, you know, we have CF Moto deals, um, Godfrey Pontoons. We're a Lund boat dealer, a Ranger boat dealer. So all together, we have probably 20, 20 lines to, to really take about anything. All we do is sell fun, right? There's nothing you yep. need. You come to our stores just, just to enjoy. You know, you work hard all week. Hopefully we give you something to play all, all weekend. No question. Tom, I need your help with something, though, because you got to convince. you got to call my wife, Catherine, and say, hey, uh, this is Tom Dean, your husband's cousin, and I'm here to tell you that uh, y- you really should buy a pontoon. It's really important. you got to work her for me because uh, I want to get a pontoon. Yeah, get a pontoon. I, I, I can do that easy. So, <laughs> I can yeah. do that. We got, we, got a, we got a whole bunch. A whole bunch of them, you know. So, uh, you know, either in, in you know Ramsey, but our our Miller uh, our Miller Marine showroom has like eighty inside. So it's it's kind of like furniture shopping. Eighty pontoons inside the store. These pontoons yeah. now are awesome too. They I, are. Yeah, I've seen them. I'm, this this is not the pontoons of my youth. Yeah. What what's the difference? I I because I haven't been on a pontoon oh. in like forty years. Oh my God, Mike! There are hands down pontoons. <laughs> that are way nicer than my living room. Like, I would rather go sit there than sit on my dinky couch any day. They're like, it's like, it's wild. And then if you don't like putting yours on a dock, they have these things called sea legs where it's like a transformer. And all of a sudden they just kind of lift out of the water and that's how you finish your ride. Like, you don't even have to dock it. I thought you were going to say that's how you vomit, but. No. Yes. Uh, Because I'm a little seasick. Yeah, but this is like, like the thing is about a pontoon, like, because my husband gets super seasick, Mm -hmm. they don't go fast enough for three. It's like literally just chilling. Well, lakes are pretty calm. On the water. Yeah, but it's not like, you know, speeding around doing, you know, whipping these things. Oh, yeah. It's like a whole vibe. You just happen to be sitting on the water. So could we have like a, like a morning show podcast party, say, maybe on Lake Harriet? Neither. Oh, Lake Harriet. Oh, wow. I don't like you. going to travel all that way, are you, Mike? Well, someplace where I can walk to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can walk to. Exactly. But I think it's a good idea. I, I uh, Okay, I got a full disclosure, because I had no idea what the hell I was doing, but we bought our first pontoon many, many years ago, Tom. Yeah. And yep. it was a big pontoon. There's no question. I did not know because I didn't pay any attention. It was a twin engine. Oh, God. That's the oh, one I was on. That's the one you were oh, on. Oh, it was hilarious. Sure, you weren't going to read the manual after all. Oh, no. No, no, no man no. reads a manual. Oh, Catherine wouldn't let me drive it either. She has to drive <laughs> it. I can't drive it. Well, that's a good decision. Turned out, Mr. Dean, that I bought a pontoon on a lake, which was about maybe a city block long, that had <laughs> 700 horsepower. It was. <laughs> you can cross it at two seconds. Yeah, exactly. No, it, Dr. Dean, we literally got in there and a half second later we were on the other side of the lake 
And he was like, and Tom was like, well, I don't think we can really pull. We, I don't even know if we ended up using an eighth of that thing's power. Oh, I don't think so. But that was wild. Because it was literally like, oh, here's a pontoon. <laughs> Brittany, do you want to also, like, ski behind this? And I was like, no, no, please like all the things that they could do and then it was just pristine like i just remember being like this is the nicest couch i've ever sat on in my life and it's on oh, a pontoon well no tom I, i'm glad she brought that up because people who think there are just benches now and the pontoons boats in general are so incredible they're as comfortable as your living room now yeah that they are it is like a living room that's where i kind of tell people it's like furniture shopping because there's so yeah. many options you know you can have loungers to lay down you can take a seat and fold it down to a bed you know you can do your basic fishing things out of it and, and big thick cushions you know look like this oversized you know lounger so um, you can grill and, out and like you said you understand the motors yeah so mm -hmm. some yeah. of them have grills on them Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, they do we, we have some that have some little bar top you know they're just little <laughs> tables and bars right on them. So. That, that's like really good for me. So I've just taken on grilling like last year. I got really into it and I'm grilling again. And there's so many times I go, oh my God, I wish there was a big body of water near me because I'm pretty sure I just started a grease fire. So I feel well, like having the combo would be very nice. Like I want it to be near water. God. Uh, it, it's cool. A lot of times we're like on a, you know, uh, a nice calm night. We'll go out with some friends. You know, you can, you can grill. You know, just uh, have a few uh, beverages and just cruise the lake. It's it's relaxing. It is. And, you know, I, I never knew that as a kid because, you know, we didn't get on a lot of boats over there in North Minneapolis over yeah. on Lake uh, Theater Worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worth Lake over there. Yeah, hey, I used to, <clears throat> my family would always, we'd always go, like, to the, uh, what was the big event on theater and theater worth? Oh, there was a big, yeah. It wasn't theater worth day, but I know what you're talking no, about. No, it was like a, they had water skiing. And, yeah, they did. You yep. know, and, and, and all sorts of stuff. It was, uh, it was a, it was an annual big community it event. Was. On Lake right. Sweeney then? Or was it on that no, little? I think it was on Worth Lake. It was on it? Theater Worth, yeah. Yeah. So what was it like a, one of those squirrel boats? Like how do you jet this? How do you ski on that lake? Uh, well, they were professionals, let oh, me okay. put it that way. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they would do all sorts of fancy stuff. And <clears> basically, <throat> my mother made us go every year because she grew up in North Minneapolis. Sure. And that was you know, the big event of the year for her. Well, plus the fact they had the find the dead bodies. Uh, <laughs> up in the... <laughs> I did yeah. that walk. I did that walk every day. And I was... My mission, I was like, either looking Tom for needles or bodies or anything. Because I wanted... Oh, yeah. To, and I always made sure my hair looked good in case, like, I was going to be on the news... Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, again, Tom Dean, my cousin. Like I said, we uh, we have to be related because, because there are not that many deans in the state. It, oh, that's true. There isn't many. Have to be, yes. Somewhere, somewhere no way question. back. So, again, Power Lodge has massive great deals on watercraft, ATVs, snowmobiles, and more through the end of this month. Tom Dean with us. A giveaway drawing items. 98 Polaris Indy 500, 25 years old, just like us. And by us, I mean, you know, not me, but power lodge but in any case 98 sportsman atv 2023 sportsman 570 eps 2023 pro star s4 indy 137xc and a z-ray paddleboard plus motor a lot of great giveaways a lot of great things happening with the hubbard's tom bernard morning show score north judd i'm sure you're fired up about that 
Absolutely, yeah. Heck, those gopher uh, <coughs> gopher seats against Nebraska sound awesome. Yeah, the fifty yard line right 50, there. Yeah, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, you could you couldn't sell them around here, but just think if you were in Omaha. <laughs> oh yeah, my God! <laughs> What's the markup on that, Mike? Oh, it's got to be got to be like you know four times at least. I would think so. Tom, we got to get together one of these days. I got to come out and see you. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it, it's so nice to talk to you. Say hello to the family for me, if you will, because like I said. We were right around the corner from you for all those years. That was very, very cool. Yes, yes. We'll, we'll have to do that. Thank you. I appreciate uh, appreciate it. And really just appreciate uh, all your listeners, uh, you know, all the years, uh, you know, great, uh, you know, it's really humbling for me to think that I can even be here talking to you guys and have all these years, and you know. So um, I really do appreciate all the customers for the support. No question, Over Tom. The years. You've always been a class guy, Tom. So, and I'm not just saying that. By the way. I'm not going to tell somebody that if it's not true. But your whole family, the Dean family, great, great people, and Wilhelmina Dean, my grandmother and my mother. How'd you like this one, Tom? My mother grew up with the last name of Dean or Dane. They pronounced it Dane, spelling, same spelling. But her first name was Theophila. Her name was the love of God, Dean. What do you think? It's hard to argue with. I like it. A lot of pressure on me, though, Tom, I'll I, tell you that. I was going to say, like, <laughs> how do you even fill those shoes? Oh, oh my oh. God. <laughs> Wasn't easy. Tom, come back soon, and we will see you soon, sir. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have great a great talk. day. Tom Dean, ladies and gentlemen, of Power Lodge. Yeah, there are Deans all up in that uh, Dayton, that whole area up there, just uh, very, very nice people, as a matter of fact. Well, you could just tell. By, see, that's one thing. We have these guys on or these women on, and you can just tell by listening to them they're good people, not yeah. a bunch of pain-in-the-ass people like, you know, <laughs> most radio people. I'm, that's not what I meant to no, say. No. You know, I'm a little offended, though. Why? Well, you notice that, that <clears throat> when, uh, when Judd wanted to know what the markup was, he, he asked me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because well, I, yeah. I figured on this show you would be the only one who would know what, what the approximate markup was. I mean that that was not a mistake, by the no, way. No, and, and look, uh, my family. You know, the, the history of my family goes back to a lot of retail, right? No. Yeah. Who ever heard of it? I know. Well, my you know my uh, my grandmother. She she uh, and her family uh, had the uh, in the National Beauty Supply. At Sixth oh, and Hennepin, sure. with the you probably remember seeing the barber pulls all the time when you walked by. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And uh, so there was that, and then the, but of course on the other side of the family, uh, I had the you know, my grandfather who was a pawnbroker. So no. That, you know, so you want to know what the markup is? He could have told you. Honest to God, what's next? Uh, <laughs> tears goes, uh, and, and defeat. Judd, uh, Mike's having a tough day. Because uh, Keiko pitched the other day, and Mike is still shaking from it. Well, the great thing is, you know, he he got uh, he was the Twins' ace pitcher that week with his seventy-eight mile an hour fastball. <laughs> he, he was. He's Hold like, on, gal fan. Wait, 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 wait. This was this this that was a poll from the seventies when uh, you know Tommy John was not popular yep. yet. Yeah. And do, do you recall there was a litany of pitchers like this, but there was a guy in particular, Frank Tanana, who came oh, up with. Sure. Nolan Ryan, who threw just gas, of course, blew his arm out and reinvented himself in the 80s as just a slop baller. That's oh, Dallas Keuchel. It, it, it was shameful. And the only guy on the Twins team who could hit him, you remember that? Probably not. It was Craig Cusick. 
Oh, God, yes. Remember Cusick? Cusick. Cusick is, Loved it. And, you know, Judd, in case you don't know this, uh, yeah. Craig Cusick once threatened to rip my mustache off. I remember. <laughs> Who didn't threaten you on that team? <laughs> well, like, Royce, he got some threats, but you were threatened by the entire roster. Yeah, you know, uh, the, way I, the way I talk about it, it would seem that way. I'm not going to talk about guys who liked me. And that would ruin okay. my whole brand. Never bring me up for that very reason. <laughs> exactly. I'm the one person that actually likes him. Yeah. Oh, well, here, here's the thing. The, the reason he got upset with me, and it yeah. really it was saddened me because I thought he had a better sense of humor. He, um, the twin, I don't remember who the twins were playing. All I remember is that uh, he was in the starting lineup, and, which he was not always because you know, normally he just played against left-handers. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's about the only people he ever played against. And... So he went 0 for 4, struck out with the bases loaded and the game, you know. And, and then he proceeded to smash the water cooler with his bat. <laughs> and Dang. so I, I wrote about that. And I, I said the only reason he was able to hit the water cooler was because it was a left-handed water cooler. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a, good a good line. Yeah, I thought so. I thought he That's appreciated good. it. It is good. But he didn't appreciate it, I guess, because the next, uh, next day I walked in the locker room, the first thing I heard was this plaintive voice all across the locker room screaming, Yell that, I'm going to rip your mustache off. And I looked up, there was like utter silence, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said, uh, if you feel that strongly about it, uh, I could shave it off. <laughs> That's an oddly <laughs> specific threat, too. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, well, like uh, that's because, a weird one. Because you know, unlike Rod Carew, who just threatened to kill me every day. Yes. This was specific. A, very specific. Yeah. And when a guy threatens threatens you only once, you have to take it seriously. I agree. We got to take a break. Be right back, Judd. You're with us till 38. I'm hoping. I am indeed. Yep. Wonderful. Because we got a lot of baseball. Not really good baseball. We got a lot of baseball oh, to God. talk. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about it. You know. You I know. This is the one day I forgot to wear my Detroit Tigers hat. Yeah, what the hell are you doing? I know this was well. I, I, I don't know that I want to appear in public with that on. Though. Yeah, not right now. Not probably. today. Yeah, I would have. Oh to yeah, agree. there'll be threats. No, Twins fans will get you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Gel fans. Twins fans, they they don't even care anymore, do they? I don't know. Uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll okay. Talk about we'll get that after it. the break. Many of you have taken my recommendation to give MNFatLoss.com a try. I'm hearing from so many people how this program has worked for them when nothing else would. The MNFatLoss.com program really has discovered the secret to weight loss. Just like the program says, I lost about a pound of fat every day. I did the first 60 days in the maintenance program, and now I went back to the weight loss program to get my ultimate goal. I'm going to get there. And honestly, it's just not hard at all. And I'm saying that again. It is not hard at all, and I mean that. I eat real meat, vegetables, and fruits. I'm not hungry. I don't feel deprived ever. They really have figured out the secret to fat loss, and I'm very serious about that, too. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks like I did, that's about a pound of fat every day, by the way. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That is mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98 
Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It is, though, that we pop on. We are officially Mm -hmm. on air on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. What a a professional you are. You got one chance to go pee per hour on the show, and it's it's just not enough time. (laughs) No, you come strolling in right as we're coming back. It is actually impressive. Mm -hmm. I will tell you something, though. Gail fan, do not cringe when I say this. Mm -hmm. Brittany, your box is gone. I know. Oh, no. Yeah. It wasn't mine to have. It, there was there were some problems with the box, but um. <laughs> listen, Brittany, you put it out into the world, and if it comes back to you, it was truly meant to be. That's yeah. right. And it really has made the rounds, so I really appreciate. But I do appreciate you all having my back with the box, mm-hmm. with my box. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she actually redid it. It can't be though. It has to be mine. Yep. How yeah, it's who took it? Do you know who took it? Yeah. No, I think he he. I I told him oh, that that go wasn't going to work. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I appreciate it. That was really nice of you. There was this box. This guy was recycling, and Tom told me about it, and I was like, oh, we've been doing a lot of making like forts and fun mm-hmm. things for GoGo with that. So during the actual segment, he while we're on air, Tom goes, go grab it if it's the one you want. So during the actual on air, I run out. And, uh, yeah. You might be the only person I know whose basement isn't crammed with cardboard boxes. That's true, yeah. I mean, remember, you could go years without having a cardboard box in your house. Yeah. Uh, not anymore. We did. We've had two cardboard box stories this morning. It yeah. started with a cardboard box story, and then we ended with the your box is gone story. Yep. <laughs> I, I like that kind of story. You start out with something you know pleasant, and then you go right to the tragic part. Well, the tragic part was the beginning of the show, which made me crabby as hell because I just tossed a box in that dumpster out there on yeah. the other side. The guy came over and said, you think you can just throw whatever you want in there? I'm like, what? <laughs> the guy oh, starts, you're kidding. He starts <laughs> bitching at me. I'm like, settle down. People are angry, the, Tom. 
They really are. The dumpster are. police, though. The dumpster police yeah. got to go. These people that think that they can, you know what? Yes, it's a dumpster. I can throw the bleeping box wherever I want. Well, yes, I, said, I can. Yeah. I said, you want me to take it out? I'll take it. He goes, no, no, don't do that. But just don't do not do that anymore. It's, that's a construction. Uh, uh, oh, I see. Like, there's nothing but cardboard boxes in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate the people that get upset when you throw your dog's poop bag in their garbage. That's why yeah, it's who there. Cares? Who cares? Who cares? It's garbage. Just throw it. Blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. Blows my mind. And I get it. Like, okay, I had somebody talk to me. They said, don't do, you know, they were like, hey, 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 well, you know, we don't have a dog for this reason. And their garbage was full, about it's to get picked garbage. up. So I, I will even do them the favor is if it just got emptied, I won't put the poop in there because yeah. it's like day one kind of thing. Oh, I, just because. What, what I, are they going to put in their house, Brittany? I mean, I don't know. It's in the alley. They're not going to have to deal with it. I, I, I'm with you, but I also go, okay, like I got yelled at by a guy about his garbage because I put my wrapped up dog garbage or dog poop in his full trash that's about to get picked up that day. My, my garbage bin was stolen a couple oh, years ago. Of course no. it was. Your bin was stolen? Why? Uh, you know, I mean, there, there are various explanations, Terrible. but, you know, I set it <laughs> out the night before. Did. And did, you, then, did you report this? Well, I, yeah, I, I liked your I called. So I, what happened was I, so I called up the garbage <laughs> company, right? And I said, uh, I, uh, my, my garbage bin is gone. It's apparently been appropriated by someone. Mm-hmm. And, and the woman says to me, well, do you have the 12-number serial code? Uh, and I said, well, no. I, I, yeah, I, hang on, it's in my safe. Yeah, I said, I, you know, I, there, there's a lot of numbers I have to memorize, but that just isn't one of them. Yeah. And she said, well, we need to know. And I said, well, okay. I said, no, no, the deal is I need you to tell me, and then I can walk down the street, and I can find that thing, which is probably in someone's, in someone's yard. Yeah. And so... She said, well, we can't do that. <laughs> Why can't you do that? I don't know. And I said, give me a hint. She said, all right, well, <laughs> it starts with with MT41. That's all I'm going to tell you. Dang. Get it? MT garbage? Get it? Yeah. So the next, ah. so the next day, well, yeah, I, obviously I made that part up. Yes, but, you did. But so, so the next week when everyone put their garbage out, I walked up and down the street. Oh my God! You looked insane, by the way. I know. I'm like, and I, until I found my garbage bin, and it wasn't like right across the street from me. Like it could have been an accident. It was like mm-hmm. half a block down. So why why did they move it? Does <laughs> I anybody, don't do you know. know. Why do they? Did do you confront like them? Uh, no, I just took it and took it home. <laughs> I mean, who knows? What if it wasn't yours and you just continued? Yeah, and I, there's no like there's no number you can call. No, you know to say that there's a missing garbage bin. No, I suppose. So it would come out, you know, and everyone it would be texted on everyone's phone. No, nothing. You, you took it do. home like it was ET. <laughs> exactly. Like it sounds like I took it home. Come, come on, garbage. <laughs> let's go back me. to where I I found you. Thank God. Let's yes. go home. And, and, follow and, these Reese's pieces. And I, the the one mistake I really made was when I saw it was mine. I embraced it. And that's oh. when you get some dirty looks. Yeah, you know? that gets awkward. Yeah. Sure. It was a, it was a very uh, touching reunion. People are insane with the serial number thing. I have those AirPods where you charge them in a little case and then you wear them, right? Mm. And I was on a run and I lost the case. Like I had the case in the stroller it and it fell out somewhere. So I had the the you know the actual headphones still. So mm-hmm. I went to Apple and I was like, hey, can I buy a new charging case? They go. Well, you have to give us this, the I, the serial ID oh, course, yeah. on this little charging case, and I go, no, no. I go, can we look it up? Like, 
We, you have all my information. <laughs> you see that I bought it from you. I'm supposed to keep tabs on the serial ID of a charging case. <laughs> <laughs> and I just walked out of there. I was like, no, we're done here. Like, I could feel my anger rising, mm-hmm. and I know this person had nothing to do with the rules, but I was like, I am going to lose my shit in the Apple store. Absolutely. Well, it's not like you'd be the first. No, I know. <laughs> I've heard mm-hmm. many stories about rage in the Apple <sighs> store. I'm pissed off because Judd ruined my day. Mm-hmm. I have not had an alley behind my house since I was 28 years old. Well, I loved having alleys, man. You I've got one right here. I mean, you're, you you can come o- over and check it out anytime. SLP, we got nothing but alleys, baby. Oh, but you're putting them on a pedestal. They're uh, rough. No, I'm telling you, you in my neighborhood, you're in your teens and yeah. 20s, then when you were legal, you would sit in the alley in someone's garage well, with course. the door open and yeah. drink. You could drink, a, you could smoke. It was yeah. phenomenal. But then a drop of snow comes, and now everyone's stuck in their house. Like, See? Mm. Yeah. I don't know where that came so from. So, John, yeah. um, <laughs> let's talk <laughs> twins yes. for just a moment here. Okay, okay, good. The twins, they, this is what they do. They, yes. they, they, they get on this roll, and you think, well, that's, this is, this is my, these are my boys, you know. Yep. And then they mm-hmm. lose two straight to, I think, Detroit in the last Horribly. two games. Scored, they scored more runs than they had collectively in the last month. Yeah, and they had 17 hits last night, 17. if I'm not mistaken. I know, 17. You're right. Well, Grandpa seven. was not happy. Oh, God. See, I, I listened to Provis on CCO, who, all, who did a play-by-play. I'm not joking, you guys. He did a play-by-play of the guy that ran on the field, and it was brilliant. The fan, a fan in the sixth or the fifth, ran on the, the field. And if you find this on Twitter, it's hilarious. He evades security about eight times. It looks like it was shot as a part of a skit. His <laughs> security looks so inept. And Provis decides to do play-by-play of the entire thing. I love and it. So, yeah. yeah it, I heard that Max, sure- Max Kepler tried to catch him, and, and, he, and he couldn't. <laughs> Tried to hit him the with a bat. I actually and stopped and, and took a selfie with Max, who I guess was not thrilled about it, but nonetheless, it yeah. happened, which I love. But yes, I did not hear. Uh, I did not hear um, Grandpa Bramer last night, who I'm sure was Grandpa disgusted. Bramer. Oh no, by he, the, he was he was <laughs> raging. It was almost like you know his blood sugar was low, and he you know he needed to eat something. Uh, it was like you know, and it's another single. Detroit, and they score another run. That's God, that's how he hideous. gets. He gets kind of you know, a those, little bit bitchy at that point. Well, those I don't blame the guy. for sure. Those two games were terrible. They were terrible in the last two games. I know, and um, I think they have a good chance of losing today. So I, I got a note from a friend last night who said, "Man, the Tigers are the Twins' kryptonite," and I said, "No." The kryptonite for this team: success. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime they are, start yeah. to have success, yep. they pee down their pant leg and and that's why i mean i just how are we supposed to believe when to mike's point they can never like there's never like a a true okay you know what they've got it going now they win five consecutive games they throttle detroit for the fifth consecutive win you know detroit's not good and they just roll over the last two games, including Correa striking out down by four with the bases loaded in the top of the ninth last night. And he's their hottest hitter right now. Yep. Yeah. But when it I comes know. to that situation, yeah. Should I just burst into tears? 
Ah, it's just awful. I love that team. What are they doing? Why do they? Have, you're great. You're horrible. You're great. You're well, that's horrible. why. That's why I say oh. I, I. I think Twins fans they could win ten in a row, and I think Twins fans wouldn't give a damn at this point because they you know what's right. they know what's coming. And you know what? Fair or not, it makes them unlikable. I hate mm-hmm. teams like this. I know. I I just hate teams like this. You know, pick your path. If you're gonna suck, just suck. Yeah. And if you're if you're gonna be good and competent, be good and competent. But what the hell is up with this? You know, they come back because they came back from the All Star break and pulled the same crap. They played well. Yeah. And then they get swept by the Royals, who are just abysmal. And then they play well. You know, it's it's this always an. It drives me nuts. I hate this in sports. I hate teams that say, oh, you think we're dead? We'll show you. And then they inevitably just backslide again. But, it but just you, drives me nuts. But the, the charm of it is that baseball is kind of an egalitarian sport, you mm-hmm. know, where, where the, the people on the bottom rise to the top for a few days, maybe a week or two, mm-hmm. and they go right back down. And uh, it is the lack of consistency is, yeah, it's it's irritating, but at least – you you can watch a game and you genuinely I mean if, okay if it's Atlanta versus versus Oakland then you know the outcome, but mm-hmm. generally speaking, you just don't know what's going to happen. I mean I can't count the number of times I've I've laid a run and a half with Atlanta and lost. God, it's sincerely though. Here's what gets me. It pisses me off there in first place. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is so, so. So what you're talking about wouldn't bug me if they were like in third or fourth place. Right. Mm. Because then it'd be like, okay, this is who they, they are. But what drives me crazy is these guys almost for sure, unless, you know, there's an act of God. And I think Cleveland has taken themselves out of the race. But they are almost for sure going to win a division. And this is as undeserving cast of characters to win a division as you can possibly get. Because back to back to Tom's team in '87, mm. that team was coming along like that was a fun team. Yeah, they were great mm-hmm. at home, not yep. great on the road, but that was a fun collection. This is to me, this is just a lifeless collection. Yeah, I, I think so, and I think that, like I said, I think the fans are kind of lifeless at this point. I imagine mm-hmm. the guy running out in the field was probably the most entertaining moment for them. You've got to go find that. It is hilarious, the amount of security guys that just completely <laughs> miss him. It looks like they were paid to miss him. I'm not kidding. No, that's, you know, it looks like uh, it looks like the twins are paid to miss things, too, sometimes. <laughs> well, and, like and, and, and imagine the, the poor guardians. It's hard to say guardians, isn't it? I know. Get a better name. I know. It's disgusting. I have but, a question for you. But I was that. just going to say, imagine them looking up at the scoreboard. Oh, damn it. The twins won. Or the twins lost. Now we have to lose. Oh, they do, too. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Judd's been nailing that, by the way, all season, that Cleveland has just given up. But here, my question is this. How is it offensive to use Indian when all it means is with God? I mean, why is that well, offensive? Well, because it's the culture being appropriated. How, just, is, it, how just, is it appropriated? I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not endorsing that. I'm just saying that's... But it, it would be an honor to me, I would think... Like, you know, you can call me a honky if you want, I, whatever. I think in many cases, it's what's really frustrating, what makes people mad, is actually the mascot. Yep. I was just uh, going to say, well, yes, Chief could, Wahoo is what got yeah, them. I can right. see that. I, yeah. yep. I, think if they had, I think if they hadn't had, the, you know, the smiling chief, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that they might be fine. Because here's the weird thing. Braves, the Braves have said, we ain't changing our name. Yeah. Like right. the Braves, right. the Braves have have had pressure, and they're they're like, no, we're not going to change it. 
So Cleveland changed their name. And and I think that you could probably make a case that the Braves might be more, you know, quote unquote offensive. And the Braves are like, screw off. That's yeah. our name. Well, it's easier when you're in Atlanta, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, well, not anymore. Georgia's become a very democratic state. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It is. People don't even realize that. But yeah, I just I wonder about it. Yeah, but you're right. See, I, I had completely forgotten about Chief Wahoo. Why they did that, I don't really understand. Although, you know. The Vikings have a Viking on the sideline. Is that offensive? Nah, it's just 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 more well, white people. Yeah, just more to the, honky. Just to the people that they pillaged, that's all. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. Well, exactly right. Mm-hmm. They're horrible people. Mm-hmm. Let's honor horrible people. Yeah. Okay. Hey, well. we still have a Columbus Day, so We do. I don't know. And that's that's kind of honoring a, a really bad human being. What do you mean? Ah, uh, you know, it's just, He's fine. Ohio loves oh, him. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> little slavery. <laughs> oh. Don't start me on that. Spreading now. disease. Yeah. Don't start me on that either, because we're getting tuberculosis back in the oh, state of Minnesota. Oh God, I saw that. Here oh, it comes. Jesus, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, and of course now we have the EG.5. Yes, indeed. So the newest, the newest COVID strain. Although they say it's really just sort of a slightly, it's like a stepbrother of the uh, of the uh, Omicron. That's it. Yeah, so it's not that it's not that different. Estranged or not, Mike? And we, we're supposed to, yeah, exactly, estranged. And we're not supposed to be a, a worried about it because it only kills old people. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, well, they were going to die anyway, Mike. I yeah. mean, you know, Judd, I think you picked the right time to leave. Yeah. All right, right, guys, I will. I'll talk to y'all on Tuesday. Okay. Bye, Judd. You have to See stay. You, You're not going anywhere, Mister. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> There's no exit. <clears throat> I don't know. I just, yeah. I really wish everybody would just calm down. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's getting worse rather than better. We talked about that at the opening of the show today. People just are so unhappy right now. I just, I the, what I'm looking forward to most of all right now is the Republican debate. Why? Well, because I just sit back and pop open my annual beer and say, go at it, guys. Fist fights? Uh, you know, why can't we be more like the parliament? Yeah, they, like what? Like the British parliament. Oh, yeah. Like where throwing they, down hands? Yeah, they just have brawls They there. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised Mean Gene Okerlund isn't in the middle of those guys Ooh, I doing love mean interviews. Gene. Yeah. I love Mean Gene. I would also love if we just started wearing those wigs, too. Why not? Indeed. I know one thing. It'd look good on me. Yeah, it'd look great on you. <laughs> yeah, you'd be good on you. would be nice on one, especially when the curls down the Girl. side of your face. Oh, well, it, well, no, no, you're thinking of the Orthodox <laughs> rabbi. That's true. Yes, I am. You're absolutely right. I dropped the ball on that one, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm that's what I'm here for. No, I'm, I'm still trying to dig. I'm still trying to dig through how anyone could vote for anyone. I got there's 50 people running for president, and I don't like any of them. That's the problem. Well, and they don't like any of them either. No, they don't. No. You're absolutely right. Nobody's, yeah, running <clears throat> to defend them. Why isn't there one person running for president that's worth a damn? Well, uh, there there might be. You just would never hear about that person because they wouldn't no. have any money. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a very. It's you know, all about money. That's why right. most most of the contenders drop out. People think it's like, well, they you know they had to drop out because they had two polling at two percent. No, it's just that when you're polling at two percent, the money stops coming. Yeah. 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 So it is, once again, yet another thing that's all about the money. Yeah, and I think you have to to get that far. You have to make a lot of, um, like, 
things you didn't think you would sacrifice, right? Like you believe in sure. something, but then you get funding from something that believes another oh, way. Yeah. And so you go, okay. Yep. Well, there goes okay. my pride. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, what, I, 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 anybody that high has to, right? Go, go ahead and insult my wife and call her a whore. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I don't know Catherine and go for that. I'm almost uh, certain just, she would These guys lose all respect they for do. themselves. They yeah. absolutely do. There's no question about it. I just, I try. I try my very, very best, but it's like, I don't like these people. What well, yeah, but, I mean, that's the whole thing. If you had to like them, you, you, you would never vote. And Yeah, that's true. At least we like to feel like we have some part in the democratic process. There's this illusion. Yeah. Is there an illusion still, really? People haven't figured that out yet. I think there's, yeah. Well, look, it's a, the whole thing about it is that, it's, it's not a, it's not a process where you just, you know, where you go and you vote and then you feel really good about yourself. It's, it's a binary process. Yeah. And, yeah. And there's always someone worse than someone else. It's on South Park. They had the funniest episode where they had like a new mascot they were voting for. And they were all, it was just like really showcased how you feel about voting because it was either a giant douche or a turd sandwich. <laughs> well, and they're like, go. those nice. are our, o-. they kept going yep. on and on. So our <laughs> options are either a giant douche or a turd sandwich. Like why? And Pretty it was, accurate. It felt mm-hmm. so spot on. I would have to agree with you on that. Now, Mike, mm-hmm. speaking of Keiko, the circle, yep. they had the greatest slogan of all time. What was that? Whoever has the guilt makes the rules. They've been, I've been hearing that from the Jewish community since I was about four years I old. I never heard that. You never heard that? No. Oh, God, they say that all the time over in North Minneapolis. I did not know that. So if, unless you have the money, you ain't getting shit. <laughs> oh, is that what gelt is? Gelt, but yeah, gold. It, okay. Oh, gold. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, gelt is gold. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an appropriate thing. Well, it is, because that was a long time ago when they, they said those things. Yeah. So, but they were right on the money. You got the money, then you make the rules. I can't argue. God, it's mm-hmm. so sad. Why do we live like this? I guess because people want money more than anything. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 as they say, it's, it's, you know, the root of all evil isn't money. It's the craving for money. Yeah, for mm-hmm. the love of money is the root of all evil. That's why if I had a lot of money, I, I'd be pretty good about it because I wouldn't crave it. You wouldn't crave it, just so, sit at home in a pile? I think, yeah. I'd, Scrooge well, McDuck? Well, I, no, I'd, I mean, I'd buy, I'd buy tea bills. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> very safe. Yeah, they're very, very safe. So how, you'd buy a lot of them, would you? Well, you'd have to. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> you, I like, would. To get anything back, you'd have to buy a lot of them. God, they're all popping in my head now. Who else the guilt makes the rules? Mm-hmm. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, they've been bitching about money now for how many years, and it's getting worse instead of better. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. Money-grubbing pigs. And they don't want to work for it. That's the other part. I want the money, but I don't want to have to work for it. It's like, what? Well, you know, generally speaking, what I've observed working in the media for mm-hmm. basically all my life is that the harder you work, the less money you get. Yeah, kind of. That's <laughs> probably true. But that doesn't mean that you're going to get rich if you just don't work at all. It just means that... That's what people think now. No, but that's not true. I'm going to sit at home and I'm going to do, although I did that for 25 years, so I probably shouldn't talk. (laughs) (laughs) I had my own studio at my house. It was magnificent. And now how common is that? Oh, I bet a lot of people do it now. Now, I mean, look, we got Judd calling in. We have uh, Kristen coming in. I mean, 
we were uh, my husband true. talked about building me a studio in the basement like it was so funny you were the first person to do it and it was so funny how many people would talk about well i can't believe he does it from home oh my god yeah. and now it's why not I, constant my, my three kids all work and they all work from home yeah yeah, well, a lot of that going on. What are they going to do with all those buildings downtown? Yeah. Oh. They're, they're already having problems with them. In fact, are, Wells yeah. Fargo moved out of like one of their giant, yeah. co- the mortgage place over on 35. They and moved out to exa- a smaller yep. place because everybody's working from home now. Exactly I think right. I think they just moved to a smaller place because they don't want anyone to know where they are. Yeah. yeah. It's part of that, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it, what is that? A public relations problem going on. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, we do have to take a break mm-hmm. here. Come right back and wrap up the show right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field, or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew root beer and cream soda, gluten and caffeine-free, with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, to wrap things up on a Thursday. As a matter of fact, Mike, the Mm -hmm. elephant just brought up a name. And I have to ask you, because I have not seen the picture. I've seen the story, but I've not seen the picture of the man. Yeah. I know a guy named Tony Lazaro, and he yeah. used to be a golf pro. That's not the same guy, is it? No, I don't. Pretty sure, no. Good, thank you. No, no, it's not the same guy. He's got thirty years in the big house. Yeah, and uh, good. So it's not the Tony Lazaro that I know. I'm glad that, to you know hear that, that. That was my judge who sentenced him too. You know. Oh, was it? Yeah, Shills. Yeah, he. Shills. Uh, yeah. 
He's he's a guy like the first thing I learned about him was that uh, he had like a giant picture of the Pope in his office. Mm -hmm. I guess judges don't call them offices, but whatever they call them. Yeah. And uh, and I thought, oh man, I'm screwed. I said, to my, I said to my my attorney, well, I'm just screwed. When, and I heard about this, he's no, no, he's he's very fair. He's he's the most fair judge I know. Uh, he had been like. Uh, he had been uh, he had worked in Scalia's office oh, when he, yeah. you know he was a clerk there right. and I, everything points to me being screwed but he he was totally fair and of course I say well, that that's we, good. I say that because of course he decided for me in the in the lawsuit well that's just a given but I thought like well he'll you know he'll he'll give a break to big snoopy you know not me <clears throat> right. corporation not the little guy no he he not only decided on uh, on my side but he 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 pointed out very quickly, I mean, he didn't say it, but he pointed out very quickly, he let us all know that he had listened to, just to get an understanding of, of what radio was about, mm -hmm. he had listened to every single radio station in in the uh, in Hennepin and oh Ramsey God. County. Oh, that's torture. No, I know, I know, but this is this is <clears throat> the guy. Talk about a hardworking guy. Yeah. yeah. And when he delivered the verdict, which was, you know, I was... I was saying that that Big Snoopy should pay me for my disability. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know how it is. You pay like three dollars a month for right. a dis, dis, right. disability insurance, and you don't know why it's so cheap until you try to collect. Yeah. Because <laughs> you ain't getting. They dime. ain't giving anything to anybody. Right. You know, right. you you got to go through like this was a three and a half year process, and all I wanted to do was get a little money back. You know, because I said I can't work in the morning anymore because I got this sleep right. disability and it's killing me. And uh, so he said, well, he said, ah, you know, the big, big, big Snoopy is saying that Mr. Gelfand could make twice as much money working in afternoons or evenings as he does now. And he said, I don't think it's true. And then he goes to every station and he says, like, for example, the one I love best was, for example, take WCCO radio. Or, as some people like to say, the old neighbor. The old neighbor. That's when I thought, this thing is tilting in my yes, favor. Yes. And he said, and he pauses, and he says, I don't believe they would appreciate Mr. Gelfand's cynical brand of humor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this guy did the work. But what, by the time he got to the 10th station explaining why I could never work for them, I started to feel a little hurt. Yeah, you started attacking. <laughs> attack. Nobody wants you. I liked where he was going, but where he wound up was sort of offensive. <laughs> this guy has more of his fingers on the pulse of radio than most oh. program directors I've ever met. You got that Oh, he right. was a hardworking judge. So I, uh, when I heard that he was the judge in, in this case of this this predator, I felt pretty good about how the verdict would come out. I mean, he didn't decide the verdict, but he. Well, I can't remember. Did did they have a jury in that trial? I can't remember. Mm, I don't either. I didn't read much about it. It was too hard to read. Yeah. But but he of course decided the sentence, and he gave him as much as you could expect. I mean, look, there was a story in the paper the same day about. Uh, some guy who killed this uh, this coach, mm -hmm. and he killed him. He punched him and he killed him. And the guy got probation. What? I, I, it's unbelievable. What are we doing? I don't know. Now I have to ask you a question. And I, yeah, of course, you know, I'm not talking about the Michael Bryant's and the Dave Bialkis and oh. David Valentini, all the rest of it. But is the the practice of law become extremely filthy? 
Well, I don't, I don't, I mean, there's a lot of people. I know, I know a number of lawyers, and they're nothing like that. And you Good. know lawyers, too. Yeah, I mean, the ones that I know are great. There's but, no question about uh, it. You know, they're, the, the predators are out there because they are. Because there is a lot of money in it. And the problem is, they have all control of the law because they studied it for so many years. They, they know every corner to cut. Well, yeah, although, you know, when we think about the great trial lawyers, yeah. That we've known over the years. Yes. You know, like uh, like Joe Friedberg. Joe Friedberg, you know, mm-hmm. very smart guy, knows yeah. law. But really, his specialty was basically selling a an outrageous lie to juries. What you know, was that? I mean, and that's like it's not like he knows that that everything is a lie, but he just he poses questions. Mm-hmm. He puts doubt in their mind. And this is a guy who was selling encyclopedia for years before he became an attorney. So he knows how to sell. So yeah, there, there yeah. are various skills involved in it. And, and he's a guy who basically has all the skills. But but that one especially is is why, you know, the, the word always – people always talk about great attorneys like Joe Friedberg. And before that, it was uh, Mesh Besher, mm-hmm. who was a wonderful guy and a great attorney. And Spence. And Spence, Don't yes. forget Spence. Don't well, forget I'm forgetting Spence. Spence. I'm, I I'm forgetting just going to go Spence. with Mesh. He is forgotten. Because yes. Mesh was a great guy. Mm-hmm. and uh, But the thing is, you know, in, in the end – People, the, the highest compliment people can pay to any attorney, and they would talk about Mesh like this, they would talk about Friedberg, is he's the guy you want if you're guilty. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, I suppose that, you know, doctors, lawyers, everybody, a certain percentage of them, just like everybody else, are horseshit at their job. And it's such a sad yeah. reality when you realize that it's not like you you're right, and so you're going to win. Once you realize the court systems are not what you think they are, there's a disillusion that hits you very you hard. Yeah. Right. Even if you are good at your job, ask anybody who's doing hard time right now. Their lawyer was a piece of shit. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly, well, that's exactly right, right yeah. too, by the way. Yeah, I didn't do anything wrong, and I, here I am. I did nothing. Yeah. Well, that's every guy in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is every guy in prison. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, you know, I, you know I, was, I don't know what happened. I, uh, Yeah, it's... But, you know, that's the whole thing is the criminal justice system is inevitably going to be somewhat corrupt. Oh, there's no question about that. I mean, because, you know, it's 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 just like a lot of almost anything else. You know, the more you cheat, the more money you get until Mm -hmm. that day when you get caught cheating. Uh, But they never get caught. Well, not enough. Not at, well. Yeah, it's a better. And the, way to put and the it. other thing is, like, yeah. like take take doctors for example. Mm-hmm. Let's say a doctor, you know, there's a lot of doctors out there who make a lot of money at the expense of us. There's no doubt about that. And it it all goes in the coding. You know about the coding. <laughs> oh yes, I do. So like you know they they say you know like you go to the doctor and uh, and the doctor uh, says I I don't know know any doctors who do this but. You know, they would say they would say, well, you know, uh, I, I think I'm going to give you a prescription. I think it'll be fine. And then, of course, in the code, they put like you know, complete physical, and and so you yeah. know, so the you know, especially like in a lot of cases, so it's the public that winds up really getting the tab, and mm-hmm. maybe ten thousand bucks or so. When you know, maybe it was like you know, a thirty dollar visit to the doctor. It happens that way. And then what happens is you read a story, a little story in the paper that says so and so. Uh, wrote a check to Medicare for $4 million. And the question I always ask people is, so if he had to write a check for $4 million, and they and I, I just I just leave it like that, and people always say, yeah, it means that he stole $10 million. 
<laughs> well, is, that, is that wrong? No. No, it's not. All right, that's going to wrap up another show. Mr. Gelfand, next Thursday we'll be doing a podcast. I hope so, because I'll be here. <laughs> I'm just out drumming up business, brother. I got to do. I got to do my job. That's all I have to say. Yeah. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.